0: We now join the Sacramento Police K-9 Unit Graduation After Party as Rex, the dog veteran, introduces Spot to his new co-workers.
1: Okay, Spot, let me introduce you to your new co-workers. This here's Corpsey. He's our body dog. Hey, Corpsey, what's your slogan?
0: (sighs) When they get stiffer, I find them with my sniffer.
1: (laughs) That's right, he's the best in the biz. Hey, over here is Nitro. This is our bomb dog. He's a good bomb sniffer, but sadly, he's had a few close calls.
0: Huh? What was that?
1: That's okay, Nitro. And last but not least is our drug dog, Stoney. Sadly, he got locked in the evidence locker one weekend, and he's never quite been the same. Hey, Stoney, come meet the new dog.
0: Hey, man. Welcome to the forest. He's really going to like it here, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, Sony. We think you will. It's a great place to work.
0: What? What's a great? What's a great place? Uh, just walk away. Hey, guys.
1: Uh, okay. What? Here is Teddy. He's the, the emotional support dog. Hey, Teddy. How are you?
0: I'm absolutely fantastic. Remember, when you're out there on patrol, that your bark can be worse than your bite. So watch your words. Okay, Teddy. A lot okay. of people don't realize it, but us animals are more sensitive to emotions than people think. Hey, dudes. The Chief's cat threw up over here. There's enough for all of us if you dudes want some. Sounds good. Do what? Quiet
1: your mind.
0: Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery that the faint of heart dare not discuss. But two brave, uninformed souls have the brass to tackle every extraordinary happenstance from the modern age to the dawn of mantis.
1: Okay, we are here again. Here again. That's right. Here so I, I don't sing, but I definitely won't sing tonight. Because uh, my voice if, if you're a regular listener There's like four of you guys out there um, But my, <laughs> eight. my There's eight, i I'm sorry But um, I've kind of been sick this week And my voice is kind of um, Different But on the way over here It's really funny when you get your voice like this Because if you sing along with the radio You're like, you're singing And then all of a sudden you're just <laughs> And then it's like certain pitches you can't hit. So, yeah, I don't know. It's It was really funny on the way over here. You it was should like the best stuff <laughs> times. <laughs> Now's when you should sing Tom Waits. With you. And, uh, yeah, Tom Waits. And who is that guy? I've got Scott's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, you know, not anything on topic to what we're going to talk about tonight, but. There's a film on Netflix called The Ballad of Buster, Buster Scruggs. Have you seen that on there? I saw it on there. I haven't watched it. So it's all it's all a bunch of shorts. It's kind of uh there's like five shorts or maybe four shorts on there. But there's one where Tom Waits is the lead character. No way. And he, it's a, it's my favorite one. It's fantastic. I'll have to watch you it. You should just forward through it and just watch that one. Doesn't it have the dude,
0: one of the dudes from uh, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou?
1: Yeah, and that one's not bad. I mean, you just have to watch it. There's There's – I don't know. There's some that I just absolutely loved and then some that are just like, ah, you know, didn't get anything from it. i
0: have to check those out.
1: But uh, the one with Tom Waits, and I love Tom Waits as an artist, but, you know, great actor. I think he's been in some other stuff, so I need to look that up and see what else he's been in.
0: Yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen him in anything unless I did and didn't realize it or something. It it
1: was kind of a neat story. So anyway, I recommend that. There's my Netflix recommendation of the week. This podcast
0: is not... Brought to you by Netflix. No, it's not. Even though we talk about it a lot.
1: But it could be. (laughs) We got we could bring eight people your way. Eight times eight dollars a month. What's that? Something like sixty four dollars. Sixty five dollars a month? Yeah. Boy. What are you gonna sneeze on sixty (laughs) four dollars? Two (laughs) hotfalutin.
0: Okay. So what is it this week? No, dude, I got, so this is, I think you feel the same way. I don't know, but this, I kind of look at this podcast and our time together as as we speak to the masses. Uh, It's like my, it's like my therapy. It is. This is something that's been on my mind over the past few days. And I was, I'm curious. I'm curious if if other people feel this way or if this is just something kind of unique to me. I doubt it is. is. Like, think about your life. Can you think of anyone in your life that, and for reasons unknown to you but they they just don't seem to care for you
1: uh that's a
0: really broad question like someone in your life someone in your life maybe in your family or at a at a job or have you has there ever been someone that like every time you had an encounter with them you would leave thinking i don't think that guy uh i don't think he likes me so oh, would boy. you
1: say that they cared if you lived or died no i mm. I don't know. I'm not saying like maybe they despise you or anything, but they or just... maybe they just don't really like. That's not somebody I want to hang out with. Yeah, I'll, uh, this is this is what brings it up. Okay, go ahead. This is what brings it up. And if you is... give if you give me some more, <clears throat> more to the story, I can tell you if I have a similar. Yeah, I think I do. But keep okay. keep going. Yeah, well, it's, I like it. I have a I have a cousin
0: that I've mentioned before on the podcast. Um, and what's crazy is, I really look up to the dude. He's one of the coolest guys I've ever known, and he is actually played a part of kind of who i am today uh, okay when i was a teen it's what's weird is when i was a kid and up into to my teenage years he seemed to really like me uh he's a little bit older than me he was in college at that time so he would pick me up i would actually go to his dorm with him which you when, when you're like 15 is mm-hmm. huge you're like yeah. oh my god uh he would make me CDs all the time of all these songs, like stuff, oh yeah, stuff, you talked about him before. Yeah, stuff I never would have found otherwise, and and he just turned me on to so much crazy music and and awesome stuff that really kind of like formulated my taste to this day, and you know who I am and stuff like that. Um, but some I don't know, I, I, maybe I'm overly thinking some things are hypersensitive, but it seemed like right around 2021 or something. And I don't see this guy very much, just very rarely. I see him at like weddings, funerals and graduations. Like I see him once every three or four years or something. But about, so about 20 years ago, I just kind of, kind of, sorry, started feeling, you know, I just remember uh, there was a family dinner or something. And it's kind of the deal where I would go up and be like, Hey man, what's up? And, and they kind of give you uh, obligatory answers but nothing more than that. And you can just tell you can just, and and, cause I've thought of people, I I guess I know a few people in my life where when they come up, I don't hate them. I don't dislike them even, but I'm just, they're a little off putting or I don't really want to engage with them because maybe they're just not my cup of tea or something, but it's another thing to, to realize that you might be that person for someone
1: else. And that's what I kind of feel like I am for this guy. I don't think he hates me or anything here, but here's the difference. And, and, I don't know who this guy is, but it's something I'd like to tell this dude. I constantly have to mask my dislike of people. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you do it to your own family? Oh, I think he does. I think he does. Yeah, but but you feel you sense something. I do. Um... So I'm, here's here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. Like people that I know, like oh, I read a story. Um, a month ago you know about how you beat your wife okay cuz you were arrested for it and i'm in a, pos- sit in a position to where i can't just snub you for that i mean yeah. it just make my life difficult yeah so for that guy if he sees me in the store i have to be, hey if he talks to me first i'm going to talk to him first but if he talks to me hey then it's the ultimate acting i should get an award for it anyone <laughs> should it's like oh hey how's it going how how you been? Yeah. It's like, so I'm doing that for some guy that beat his wife. Right. And as far as I know, you've never beat yours. No, no I'm kidding. <laughs> but what I mean is, it's like, I just don't understand why some people don't understand that. Like, you have, especially, especially for your family. Now, there comes to a point where you can be too nice to where you're just letting too much go. And then that's when it's time to kind of have the conversation, like you know, you hurt my feelings or whatever, if you want to. I mean, I don't know that you No, and
0: he's never, never done anything or said anything even remotely close to hurt my feelings or anything like that. No, what I'm saying
1: is if you don't like somebody, at some point you can't just do this act like you do. Like sometimes you might have to actually come out. If it comes to a head, especially in your family, if there's bitterness there, but I don't know. I just don't, I mean, knowing you for as long as I have, I'm thinking, what could the guy be so... What could he not, you know, what could he be so negative to you about? I, I don't you know?
0: know. Um And and like I said, it's not even that he's negative.
1: I don't know. It's just. Well, yeah. Where it gives you that vibe. That's yeah, I mean. not it's negative. It's just a vibe. You, I,
0: yeah. It's just a vibe I catch. And then I can, you know.
1: Let me ask you this. Yeah. Is he too cool? Does he have a too cool? No. You yeah, know. See, that one drives me crazy. No, it's, it's like definitely. to have you know, a too cool vibe.
0: And even if, he, you know, what's funny is even if he just straight out and said, look, I just don't care for you. I still think the guy's cool. I'd be like, well, I still think you're cool. Yeah. You know, just because of how he grew up and stuff. But no, uh, I, you know, I can watch him kind of interact with other family members and he's he, seemed, you know, he's like joking and boy, more, even with my siblings. Yeah. And then, and then it comes to me and it's not like, it's not like a hundred to zero, like hot to cold, but I'm telling, it's just a strange and it's, it's weird because I first started noticing it. Like I said, probably 20 years ago, I was just barely out of my teenage years. And then maybe it's mostly like, I've built it up. Like if I know, uh, you know, if I see him at a family thing, I'm almost like, okay, I'm gonna go up and talk to him and maybe it'll be different. And then I'll kind of feel that same kind of weird off-puttedness or whatever. And maybe yeah. it's I maybe I've just built it up so much that it's really not even there as much as yeah me,
1: you know I don't I don't know I don't see you as being somebody that would do that but I guess anyone could do that in a way you know yeah kind of and and you probably go back in your mind to a time when you you know thought he was so cool to where you're like oh I just want him to think I'm cool too and you know you probably still kind of living there a little bit in your mind
0: definitely and I can admit that but yeah. what's funny is is the the point in my life where he. He liked me. Uh was, was the point where I've been the biggest dumbass I ever was? Like when
1: I was a teenager, that's when he seemed that. Uh, that's when we got. You know, did he like? Did strange. he like you when you were like super insecure or more insecure or something? I like, don't have any idea. I have no yeah, idea. I, I can't just really wonder. It's me. like, uh, yeah, he's
0: not a bad guy. He's he's a really nice, cordial, funny, kind of charming, really cool dude. Always has been. And it's just a weird thing. It's just that. Uh, it's just a mainly maybe comes into my insecurities or something where I'm just like, dude, God, why won't he, you know, why, why do I still
1: get this weird feeling? <laughs> here's what I, here's what I ultimately think. I was kind of mad at the guy at first, but I've, no, like, you shouldn't be. And I don't here, want anyone to be Here's a, Here's what I think now. Here's what I really think now. I think that probably somewhere in your mind, you thought like when you saw him again, like you could pick up where you left off. Yeah. And maybe that's it. And it's like an expectation, expectation versus right. reality.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and
1: it's like you could never go back. Maybe it's, yeah, that's why you don't have the same friends that you had in high school usually. Yeah, and it could just be because that. you just change and they change. And um, I mean, I have some. I, I well, I have one that I'm s- still really good friends with, but the rest, you know, and we're and we're both different. But I think we've kind of changed in ways where we could still be good friends, you know. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> most of the other ones. I just you know they're not bad people, uh, nothing against them, but they just you know they're just different, yeah than somebody that I would want to really hang out with or whatever. I
0: okay. guess that's
1: all a friendship is, really. Do you want to spend some time with this person, or are you ready to find the fire escape right you know? yeah, 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 or it's like you want you know it's like, would you rather hang out with them or go to the rope store? You know, which one, which one would you rather do?
0: And I'm lucky, man. I've got a huge family and I have a lot of cousins and I've got a lot of really cool cousins, a lot of cousins that I like, you know, uh, can, can hang out with and talk to for hours, yeah. you know, and we do when we have the time, but, um, there's one that and I just had to bring this up too. Cause it reminded me of this other instance. This is one of the weirdest things. Speaking of someone that, you, I guess, just are off-putting to them. You have no reason why. I think I've told you this story before, because to this day, it. and I swear to God, we're going to get to animal emotions after this. No, we're but talking about
1: human emotions Human first. emotions first. There yeah. we go. But More this, related to animals. Go, go
0: back like five years ago, and there's a little pizza place here in town. I used to go there quite a bit during my lunch break. So there was this girl that worked in there who was a few years younger than me, had never seen her before in my life. And... She absolutely, like, without a doubt in my mind, hated my guts <laughs> on site. And I don't know if I reminded her of someone that... Are sure she didn't just hate everyone? No, here's the deal. This is insane. <laughs> I could go in there and sit down, and it, I noticed it the first time, but then I went in there two or three more times just to really pay attention to it but I could sit down. It'd be lunch rush. There'd be three other tables ahead of me. She'd go up to that table. How are y'all today's specials? This, this, and this, this, and this. huh. joking, you know, blah, 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 blah. You're not, you don't want to get back to work. You know, you don't, you just want to stay in here and talk to me. Ha, <laughs> ha, you know, she would do that to every person in there. And then she would look at my table. I am not exaggerating. And her face would visibly just shift into a resting bitch face. I'm sorry, hit the mic. She might've thought you were someone else. I, she had to have. Because and then she would come up to me and just pull out her little pad and pen and just kind of look at me like, What do you want, you son of a bitch? You know, like it was that cold. And I just remember thinking, like, oh, bitch, i not What don't if know you look just like
1: you might have looked just like some guy that you know, I had to have that's domestically like, abused her sister, something, or, something. Or, or like
0: killed her whole family.
1: <laughs> that matter. Huh?
0: Dude, the heat <laughs> off this gal. I didn't go in there for f- four she oh, still worked there. Uh, well, the, here's the funny, that, so that last time she came up, you know, gave me the the cold shoulder, wrote down, and that time I was like, you know what, screw this, and I just got up and walked out. Yeah. So they probably brought my food back, but, you know, I'm not going to be treated, I don't even know you, Yeah. and I didn't go back into that pizza place for like over four years, close to yeah. four and a half years, Yeah. and I just went back into it. Maybe maybe four or five months ago. And of course she wasn't there. Yeah. But for I boycotted that place for that long because of that. That's how butthurt I was, I guess. Yeah. Or or just confused. It was so bizarre. So you're right. I had to have either she thought I was somebody else or I resembled somebody.
1: Yeah. That, I don't I, know. I mean, you it could have been you said something and she heard it the wrong way or whatever. I don't know, man. It was So I remember um <laughs> One time I got this lady at the bank mad at me, I think, where she hated me. And it was totally my fault and I know exactly why. Because um um she she came to the to the drive thru window and I like cashed a check or, or cashed a check or deposited a check or something. And I got a text message from it wasn't my wife or anyone, it was just somebody I can't I don't really want to talk about who I was calling this <laughs> name to, but not my wife, I promise. And so it, the timing was perfect. You couldn't have made the timing any better because she she hit the little button to send the thing back to me, and I know the mic was on because you can hear it when it was on. Oh. And she was like, and she didn't say thank you or something, but I was looking down on my phone, and I got the message, and I didn't like the message, and I didn't re- I didn't even think about the fact that she was <clears throat> on the mic. I and see I was where like, this is going. You bitch!
0: Really? <laughs>
1: oh my gosh! Okay. And for a long time, I'd see this girl, and, and and you know, I'd be like, man, I could never. I mean, I guess I could. I'm like, I could never explain that because I just explained it. But I don't know. She, I was thinking at one one time, I was like, I'm just going to tell her that what happened, and I was going to apologize. But then I was think, but then I had this thought in my mind: it's like she's going to think, oh, he made that story up, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: you know, trying to backpedal. Trying.
1: So then I was like, oh no, your your brain like gets. Pretty crazy.
0: (laughs) Well, it's weird because, you know, I've had I've made mistakes in my life and made people hate me for valid reasons. And then people have hated me for invalid reasons that they thought were valid, you know, like someone Mm -hmm. bullshitted to them and they believed it or whatever. So it's one thing when someone hates you and you're like, well, okay, at least I know why. But for someone to just on site that you've never seen before visibly just despise you, it's just a very strange feeling.
1: There has to be a reason. It's just like anything like, you know, there has to be a logical explanation. I hope. Yeah. Um, unless, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but um, speaking of bitches, what about animal emotions? <laughs> there you go. I knew you were going to segue. I'll try. I knew you were going to segue. It took me to. I, I had to think about it too. Late. <laughs> I'm losing my quickness.
0: So let's start with this. I wrote an introduction because I
1: imagine you're going to talk about dogs mostly. Yeah, I'm a dog guy. So. Yeah. So we're we're all dog people. Yeah. I mean. There's not another, and we can, people can argue, you can argue all you want, but I've read some things about it and I've watched some specials on this. There's not another animal that is so in tuned to our mood and what we're feeling, what we're thinking than, than a dog.
0: And we're talking to you cat people.
1: That's right. Cats don't care. (laughs) They don't give a damn. I've got three. They don't care at all. They don't look at you and be like, what are they thinking? Anyway, uh, and, and I don't mind. I mean, I watch funny cat videos. Oh, no, I love Just cats. Like, yeah. yeah. I've got some. I don't some. mind cats. Yeah. But if I had, to, you know, don't make me pick. <laughs> don't don't send me in the burning building and be like, to the right, are you know, there's three puppies in there, and to the left, there's three cats. Right. It's like, okay, he, oh, he was already heading down the, the right hallway. He didn't even oh. listen to the cat parts. <laughs> It's like they're crunchy we little We just lost 4 it. of our 8 followers. Yeah. No, oh, I didn't know. No. No, I no, know, no, no. So then I take the dogs down, I go back up and get the cats if right. I have time. If not, it's like, eh. <laughs> "Listen, I might get thirsty." Hey, they can jump out. I wonder how it was in a dog do that? <laughs> no. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. After I go to 7-Eleven and get a big gulp, I'm going to go back for those cats. <laughs> no, I don't I wouldn't kill a cat. I would not uh, kill no. anything. You wouldn't but. hurt any animal. No, 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 no.
0: All right, so, introduction, just to kind of give you a taste of what we're talking about today. You're about to leave for work. You've grabbed your coat and keys, and you're heading to the door. When you turn around and to find your little dog, Sparky, sitting anxiously on the arm of the couch, watching you. And you say, goodbye, boy, and then you head off to work. Nine hours later, you're home, and as you place your key in the lock, you can hear Sparky barking and whining inside the house. You open the door, and he jumps on your legs, licking you and barking happily. You throw your coat on the back of the couch. And you kneel down to one knee, and as you pet the excited pooch, you ask him, "'Did you miss me, little buddy?' Well, that's what we're asking today. Did he miss you? And if he did, what went through his mind while you were gone? Is he already dreading when you leave for work tomorrow? Does he feel sad to not be with you? We love to anthropomorphize our pets, and most people, including Ivan and I, consider them to be members of our family." Now more than ever, people are realizing that animals aren't just mindless creatures only concerned about their next meal or finding a mate for procreation. So today, we examine the question, just how emotional are animals?
1: Yeah, I would say very emotional. Me too. Um, especially when you're talking about dogs. And they can go through in a set of emotions in just a minute. I mean, if you oh, think yeah. about it. Yeah. You know, think about it. They're so happy and they're looking your face and you're like, nope. And then they're like super sad <laughs> and like, you know, they're really depressed and they didn't want to look at you.
0: Right. Yeah. Kind
1: of, you know, side eye you a little bit and yeah. like look down. They don't want to make eye contact. Isn't that a horrible feeling? And then when see they that. see that you have the, the tiniest smirk of of happiness again, they're back at it. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's just crazy. like, it's all just in a short span. I mean, um, I don't know. Yeah. No, and you're right. And you're like what you were naming right there that is
0: perfect are basic emotions. So that's what I was going to get into. There are two classes of emotion, basic and complex. And the six basic emotions, you just named several of them, anger, fear, disgust, happiness, sadness and surprise. Um, although surprise to me, it kind of is more of a reaction than an emotion, but maybe not. I guess I'm surprised. I guess that could be an emotion, right? Well, it's just I something that
1: happens that you didn't know was going to happen. So I mean surprised that it only isn't fear or happiness at, at the initial point, if you think about it. True. Yeah. It's like what? Because okay. you're trying to catch up. <clears throat> okay. So, so that, I guess yeah. yeah.
0: That's legit. Um complex emotions are like jealousy, contempt, and sympathy. I've
1: seen jealousy. I don't oh yeah. Sympathy. Yes. I guess I've seen it in sympathy from a dog. Um you know, it's hard to say if it, if it's sympathy or if it's you know, if it's this them wanting closeness. You know, like, so the thing, like, you say, like, someone's sick, so the dog lays around the person because they know something's wrong. Is that sympathy? Would you th- Would you say that's sympathy? That seems like it to me. Or would you say that's some kind of, like, motherly nurturing?
0: Yeah, see, I don't know. That's a good question. But I've been in that position where... Uh sympathy is a very complex emotion. I've been sad and crying and you know your dog comes up and mm-hmm. nuzzles you like yeah. what's what's the matter, you know. Um yeah. To me that seems like sympathy on the face of it. Uh, so
1: sympathy to me seems a lot like um hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um I forget the word that I'm even thinking of. Um Oh, empathy.
0: Oh, yeah. Empathy yeah, and sympathy
1: yeah. seem very similar. Yeah. I mean, sure, there's a difference. Um, You know, empathy, like, you know, not wanting to hurt somebody because you, you know what it feels like. I don't know if they have that. So I don't know. I mean, you you have some research, I'm sure. Yeah, well, can yeah. can enlighten my mind because I'm... I'm totally interested now. I
0: found some really cool studies. Cool. Um, For much of our history, animal behavior was explained to be a very minimalistic approach known as behaviorism. And that's the belief that animals possess zero capability to experience emotions and all their actions are strictly stimuli responses programmed into them by nature. Um, But even all the way back, and I didn't know this. You may have known this. Charles Darwin back in the 1800s suggested that animals experienced a wide range of emotions, the most useful of which are passed down to their offspring. Did you know he wrote a book about that? No. In 1872, he wrote a book literally called, the title is The Expression of Emotions in Man and Animals. No, I I wasn't aware. He, he pointed to how people often bear their canine teeth when in a rage, and that's a trait that we share with other mammals. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I guess inherited from our non-human ancestors.
1: I also do that when I step on a Lego. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I guess oh, that's a different emotion.
0: I'm sure any, any mammal would, actually. Yeah. Darwin viewed animal emotions as an outward communication of an inner state, and the book included a uh, group of drawings showing dogs in various poses and positions, each with an explanation of the emotion with each illustration.
1: Actually, yeah, each dog playing poker... Yeah. Has a different emotion if you if you've really sorry, you got to look though because they are playing poker. I, I'm sorry to sidestep from the Darwin and go a little bit deeper, but <laughs> if you really look at the dogs playing poker, well, if you can tell their emotions, they're not very good. They don't have
0: good poker faces.
1: Well, I'm just saying, I'm like, which dog has the best hand right now? Ooh. And that collie, pretty cunning. <laughs> I don't know. My money's on the bulldog. Oh, yeah. Everyone always says that. (laughs) Bulldogs go all in on a pair of sevens. I've I've seen it (laughs) a thousand times. No, we went way too long on that. (laughs) But these emotions
0: seem to be more on the basic scale, to which I don't think there is a whole lot of argument against anymore. Uh, When a dog wags his tail, obviously he's happy. When he Mm -hmm. whines and lowers his head, he's obviously sad. Uh, when he tucks his tail and cowers down he's scared
1: what if we had a tail and like that was our 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 tail was our tell you know <laughs> like you're on a date it's like oh you don't look like you're too happy is to that, be Is able...
0: that is that where the phrase telltale came from?
1: I don't know. The telltale sign? Uh, I don't know. Well, mm. I mean it probably came from that um Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Oh, okay. But so you know like you know, you're walking with a girl when you're first dating, and you have your arm around, and you kind of look, and her tail's wagging. It's like, hey, she likes me. How'd you know? She's like, well, we were walking, and I noticed her tail was wagging. It's like, I t- my tail was wagging too. I was trying to keep it not to wag so much, so not to let on. I don't want to, you know, give too, send too many signals. And then
0: you could just sniff her butt and yeah. really know, really yeah. get to know her.
1: And that we're going was that our day. last date. <laughs>
0: well you brought it out you brought it out too today. soon too, too soon. soon okay
1: i you you move too fast for me jerry well your tail was wagging i thought that was the next step yeah yeah mixed signals <laughs> please give me back my milk bone so the the basic emotions i don't i doubt
0: anybody <laughs> really oh we're just getting started on the dog jokes it's pretty rough um but what about complex emotions Yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah. This is what's cool. Writer Carl Safina tackles this subject in his book, and it's called Beyond Words, How Animals Think and Feel. And this is a quote from that book. Life is very vivid to animals. In many cases, they know who they are. They know who their friends are. They know who their rivals are. They have ambitions for higher status. They compete. They uh, live their lives along the arc of a career like ours follow. We both try to stay alive, get food and shelter, and raise some young for the next generation. Animals are no different from us in that regard, and I think that their presence here on Earth is tremendously enriching. So that was really eloquent and cool.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. So it reminds me of the movie... Um, man, I don't Back even to want to talk future. about it. No. <laughs> monkey Kingdom. It's a Disney movie. It's a Disney nature movie. You haven't seen it. And it's about... And I forgot the the species of monkey, but there was a female monkey and it, she was the star of the movie basically and they all lived in this giant fruit producing tree and the it's real weird but the but the um the hierarchy it, that tree had a hierarchy. So she was only allowed to be like in the third row of branches with her oh, little babies. Yeah. And like the top people, the top monkeys would like eat the best fruit. The they, 1%. That's right. The, the, the one of the 1% of the 1%. No, anyway, <laughs> anyway, and they would just get like the f- stuff that fell down. So I'm going to spoil this movie. I'll go ahead. And it was do it trickle down economics. It really was trickle down fruit tree economics. <laughs> anyway, economics anyway so the whole movie is her about her so she she took like a bunch of the monkeys on this little quest and she ended up being the lead and she figured out a way she could walk through this shallow creek and get to these reeds that had all these nutrients that were even better than the the fruit of the tree and she even took them into town and like you know led them into this place where they could steal all this stuff (laughs) and went back and she like gained a Better spot on the tree afterwards, but they showed like at the beginning, and and I hope I hope you know that this was all accurate. I mean, it seemed to be pretty good to me. I mean, it wasn't animated or anything. I going to tell you that, but anyway, <laughs> I just want to mention that since I said Disney, um, but it's like she worked her way up, and you know the uh, <laughs> you know people. I'm sure some like free trade and free market people are like, "Yay, see where even works (laughs) in the monkey kingdom. But, um, I don't know. It was kind of a cool story that, that, um, she worked her way up into the higher parts of the tree just because she proved she could do something. Yeah. So, I mean, what's funny is some stuff I've read, just having dogs and you read about dogs, you read, read on, you know, read the dog whisperer. He, he's brilliant. Um, but, is that the Caesar Malonga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, there's an alpha, and you should be the alpha. Uh, but if you're not, I mean, you know, you'll know it. But anyway, like, but but beyond that, if you have three dogs, they have their hierarchy, and really, you can't mess with that. No, you you told me about your three dogs. Yeah, hierarchy. no, you can't you can't mess with that. No, I mean, I mean, I guess you probably could, but but basically when you're not there, it just goes back to how it is. Um, so I thought taking the third dog, you know, alpha beta Delta, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> Take Delta in. <clears throat> yeah. And like spoil Delta because you feel like Delta gets the short end of the stick, you know, are you talking that? about Abby? No, Sadie, Sadie okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's the baby and she's right. the one that gets, you know, bullied by the other ones. Right. Um, but, you know, I made it worse by doing that. Oh, you did? Yeah, because when I'd take her back out, it was, like, even worse. They, like, ganged up on her oh. even more. So I was like, man, what do you do? You know? It's crazy. <laughs> wow. So, you know, I, I have noticed some things, like, I can be out there. If I'm out there for a long period of time, you know, it does calm down, and I can control things. But when I first go out there, it's tough. Oh, yeah. If I just go out there for five minutes. You
0: know what's weird is something about, so in our backyard, you know, we've got the two big Australian shepherds, Mm -hmm. and then we have the little mutt-type dog. Um, And what's weird is it's like they compete for me because, you know, they haven't seen me all day. When I go into the backyard, for maybe the first 10 seconds, they're all jumping on me. But then within 10 seconds, they start not fighting, but basically wrestling. Mm Mm-hmm. They jump on me for a few seconds and I'm petting them. And then all of a sudden, it every time it never fails, they go after each other and then forget
1: I'm even standing do there. Do you think, I mine do that too, in a way. They don't do it to that degree, but they do the same thing. They they kind of jump on each other and growl at each other right. a little bit. I w- I've always wondered if they're trying to show their dominance for you, if they're like trying to show the alpha, which one is the next in line. Like yeah. I'm the toughest. Because my one of my dogs will like, like took take two of her paws and put on the other one and like stand up on her yeah I've seen and like that. hold her down and then they'll all, they'll like move for a little bit and then they'll do it again like the same thing so it's like hey I I got her see I'm top dog right you know right I don't know I just you know it's probably way more complex than we even give it credit for it really is cuz most of what I oh, was so so
0: the the little scruffy dog he's just happy to be there so <laughs> he just kind of wants to do whatever the two big dogs do but i first go out there they jump on me for a minute and then stormy wh- who's my favorite i you know she's my baby i love mm-hmm. that i freaking would catch a bullet for that dog um then they jump up on me and then stormy her full focus is just to keep barkley from having anything yeah. to do with me yeah. so she'll bite his leg pull yeah. him down and you know yeah. and, and he'll nip at her like stop and then try to jump on me again and no she doesn't even care that i'm out there she just tries to keep him away from me that's yeah. her whole objective that's so funny it's funny to watch him and yeah every once in a while i get to catch him where you know two of the other ones are down doing something else and and i can just have her you know yeah pet her and stuff all by herself but don't tell them yeah. Shh. And it sucks cuz she's <laughs> deaf as you know. Oh, uh, okay. And so it's hard to get her just to come up by herself out there, but anyway, yeah, I do play favorites, I'm sorry. I love all my animals though, but eh, come on, everybody has a favorite.
1: Yeah, everyone has a favorite kid.
0: I mean, animal. <laughs> like Greg Geraldo said, I thought I thought this was great. He's like, I got three sons and I don't have favorites. I've got my one son and then my other sons, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, um, so yeah, this, I also lifted this from Safina's book just cause there was a lot of great stuff in here. Yeah. It's good stuff. He says, many people think that empathy is a special emotion, only humans show, but many animals express empathy for each other. There are documented stories of elephants finding people who were lost. In one case, an old woman who couldn't see well got lost and was found the next day with elephants guarding her. They had encased her in a sort of cage of branches to protect her from hyenas. That seems extraordinary to us, but it comes naturally to elephants. People have also seen humpback whales helping seals hunted by killer whales. There's also a, document, uh, a documented account sorry, of a humpback whale sweeping a seal on its back out of the water away from killer whales. These things seem extraordinary and new to us because we have only recently documented these incidents, but they have probably been doing these kinds of things for millions of years.
1: Yeah, so you know the elephants... You know, kind of a dark time in my life. Well, not a dark time in my life. What am I talking about? But <laughs> a time when I was watching TV, and I don't cry much when I watch TV and movies and stuff like that. It doesn't really get me. Like my wife, it's like, it's like the soap opera. soap opera, somebody loses their memory and she's in there crying. Like, <laughs> oh, she lost her? No, it's, she's not that bad. I'm just kidding. I'm giving her a hard time. But um, I was watching a nature show, and there was a, a matriarch elephant that died. And one of her oldest daughters was walking around like her body for like hours, oh, man, and like tears. Yeah, you know that's yeah. man. I never thought an elephant crying would get to me, this but I'm crazy. like sitting there like with tissues and you know, it's like in the. Ha- of course, they you know they had the sun setting and the music and you know they 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 got me. You know, it's like yeah, you, you got me.
0: Have you ever uh, watched the documentary Blackfish?
1: Oh, no. But I, well, I've watched some of that, but I've read a lot about that. Jesus I need to watch it. Christ. Yeah. It's messed up.
0: If you can watch that documentary and not weep. <laughs> yeah. Then you have no soul. I might be purposely like avoiding it. At the end of that documentary, my wife and my daughter and me, all three,
1: like uncontrollably, it was, yeah. God, it yeah. was so I think sad. I might be avoiding it. I, because, because I've read some stuff about it and, and, um, I I think I watched the beginning of it. Um yeah. Yeah. That was it's horrible. I mean, I <laughs> yeah. won't even get into it. If, yeah.
0: Um it's so sad. Yeah, Good God. Like that's one of that and that and that documentary Dear Zachary, which is not about animals. Oh, that's, I know. Yeah. Yeah, to those, the are, the, those yeah. are the two sons. I haven't watched
1: things. that. Uh, I don't know that I would. You'll weep at that too.
0: It's it's too much.
1: Um, but you know, even I, I've changed a lot as I get older. And so just the other day. You know, my wife's like, hey, there's a there's a brown, recluse, brown recluse spider. It's like, no, it's not. She goes, yeah, it is, it is, I promise. And I went up to it, and, and it wasn't. It didn't have the fiddle back on it. Right, yeah. Me. So I took a little piece of paper, rolled it into it like a, a, you know, like a, a cone, and I scared him into it. And she's like, what are you doing? It's like. You know, why do I need to kill this thing? Yeah, I'm the same way. And and you know what? And it's what I'm trying to teach, you know, what I want my kids to definitely learn. Like, I don't know. I'm not trying to brag or anything, but um, I want them to have that. It's like, that is the ultimate braveness. Like, yeah. to be able to just to catch something and take it outside and let it go. To me, is a lot more brave than the, you know, punching it or whatever. It's like, I don't know, compassion if you really think about the, the energy and not just the spider thing, the energy compassion takes that how hard, how hard it is to really truly be compassionate. Yeah. And when I try to tell my students, you know, you get the brand new student and, you know, for some reason, sometimes the new students that come in, they've been through a lot and they look different than everyone else. Um, and emotionally and just physically. And I was like, who in here is brave enough? If you're the only one in the school to go sit by that kid at lunch, you're the only person at that whole table. And some kids are like, well, I am. I was like, okay, I believe you. I'm not calling you a liar, but I don't see that.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: It's like <clears throat> teachers do some, some, not all, but some, <laughs> um, but I just, I, I'm like, that's your challenge. You know, because if you can do that when you're a kid, it's way more tough, I think, when you're a kid to do that. Uh, yeah, that particular thing. Um, I don't know. I just think, you know, for ten football players, and I'm sorry, it's stereotypical, but I'll just do it anyway. <laughs> for ten football players to make fun of the new kid, and hey, isn't that weird Still see that kid? No, jocks never pick on anyone. Like, but I mean, and then. To just pile on like, oh, yeah, and then it's a whole, whole bunch of people. They're just like talking about the kid. Yeah. Who in that group's brave? Right. <laughs> You've got the numbers. Right. Yeah, you
0: know? exactly.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I would just, I don't know. It'd be amazing. And, and I'm not saying it hasn't happened and it won't happen. I'm sure good things happen all the time. But if I could just one time in that scenario see one of those kids in the middle of that group. Just be like, oh, I'm done with you guys. You know, I've had it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, I don't want to hang out it's with someone that's It's something that, that, that treats... only happens in movies. And you know what? In in my students' defense, I didn't do that when I was a kid either. You know, I yeah. wasn't that.
0: Yeah. I, I, w- I was too afraid. Then you'd be afraid of being singled out. That's right. So I don't know. But yeah, you would think the way the world should work in my mind is if, even if they're your best pal or whatever, if they if they exhibit that kind of behaviors, if you know that they're treating people like shit like that, you
1: wouldn't want to have anything to do with it. That's right. That makes sense to me. Well, see, here's what what the problem is, though. Ten people, they've only got a small part of it, so they don't feel like they're terrible people because, well, Johnny said this, Billy said this, Tammy said this. Mm -hmm. So it's all together, it's terrible, but their little part they play, they all individually don't feel so bad. Yeah. You know, which yeah. is terrible because every time that someone says something and you laugh at it, you know, you might as, you might as well have said it.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Uh, what's it called? It's got Julia Roberts in it about the little boy that wears the space helmet. His name is Audi. I haven't seen that yet. My that daughter,
1: Ranson, raised that movie. She loves that it's movie. It's great. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And it See, really. I saw the uh, previews for it and not, you know, when we were watching another movie. And I was like, that's it right right there. I mean, those movies come out sometimes, and that's good. Oh, yeah, um, you need to watch that one because it's good. Yeah, really I need good. to. Yeah, she she watched it one night when I wasn't there, and, yeah, she's telling me about it, so I need to watch it.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's good stuff. Um, Yeah, so, oh, yeah, here's, I I just, I basically was just looking up articles, you know, with examples. No, that's
1: cool, yeah. And, it's,
0: okay, I, I wanted to bring this up, too, about animals having empathy. Have you ever watched that YouTube video? of the dog rescuing the other dog from the freeway? I don't think so. Oh, my God. It'll it'll tear your heart out. But I don't know if the dog is alive. It has been hit by a car. But I'm talking, there's like eight lanes of traffic. And this other dog runs through and bites the dog. I think he grabs him by the collar, the one that's been hit. And he's dragging him across out of the lanes of traffic. And it's just like heart wrenching to watch, yeah. man. It is, it is crazy. And why else would that dog do that? Why, I, you know what I mean. That why else other than having something to do with an, an emotional response to I save mean, I, that dog?
1: I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I got nothing. You know. Yeah
0: that that's what I was thinking. And I know, like I said in the int- introduction, we want to. We want to put these emotions on our animals because we feel this we we feel strongly about them, and we want them to feel you know well all it's these
1: personification things. we want to always put human characteristics on an animal or thing right. um yeah, I mean, I can't think of a reason um why they would do that yeah. other, th- other than some kind of caring emotion
0: yeah exactly um. That's what I thought. We're in a grants. Yeah,
1: (laughs) really. There's no other, unless somebody with some scientific background messages and says, "Well, you failed to think of, you know, something." We'll just ignore
0: it because it makes my heart feel warm to think that he was just. It does, but (laughs) logically,
1: I can't think of anything. I'm trying to, I really am to put, I'm wanting to blow holes in your story. No, I'm not wanting to, well, no, if you can, you should want to, but I just don't know why you should, you should, if you can, but I can't think anything. Yeah. Why would
0: the healthy dog walk into the danger, you know, and risk its life? I mean, dogs, they're not stupid. They know when they walk across a highway Yeah. with all those cars, that's not a good scene to be in. Um, and why would he do that on purpose? and expend all that energy to remove that other dog from the area. That's just, that's what I'm saying.
1: If anyone has any idea. Well, here's a story. (laughs) When I was a kid, (coughs) I went to my grandpa's house one day and, uh, I've talked about my grandpa's house before, but I had some uncles that, you know, some of them are in jail now. Some of them are waiting hearings and others have warrants that, They'll get picked up later. But anyway, (laughs) um, I went over there one day and there was this three-legged dog running around. It's not funny they ate three legs. I promise it's not funny. It's funny because these people are low lives, and they told me this story. And, of course, I'm a kid and I'm like, hey, what what happened to that dog? You know, I want to know. Everyone wants to know. Yeah. So uh, one of the old, I call them thugs. They're just thugs. They just don't (laughs) do anything. They don't. He's like, oh, just getting up. It's like three in the afternoon. Hmm. His hair's all messed up. And, uh, you know. And he's like, Yeah, that dog was here on the porch one day, and um the law enforcement came to pick up your uncle. And you know what they had to do? They had to shoot that dog because that dog wouldn't let the cops take your uncle in. Really? And that's why it lost his leg. No way. Yeah. So, it's funny to me that within that family, that dog was like a hero. Right. Yeah. But, and I kind of thought I was like, wow, that's a hero. I've I've seen Rin Tin Tin and <laughs> that
0: dog's <laughs> a hero, uh,
1: old Yeller. But then I got older, and I remember one day I was thinking, it's like, oh man, my uncle's a piece of crap. He, he's not a hero. He's like. <laughs> He's, he's, he's aiding and, you know, it's like, that's, that's, he's, he's breaking the law. Did that he deserved walk, what he got.
0: Did that dog walk into a bar and say, I'm looking for the fellow who shot
1: my paw? Yeah, I guess. I guess he did. He's, That was awful. I don't know. It's when you're a kid, you're, I don't know. It's just funny how you don't see things. Like I remember used to think, I used to think like, oh, they're picking on my uncles. You know, cops are always just coming in there. And of course they're going to find something if they look. Yeah, the reason they're gonna find something is because it's there. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that dog's not such here. I mean, I guess in a way he is. He didn't know what's going on. He
0: was doing what he thought was yeah. best, right? He was standing yeah. up for his
1: owner. <laughs> anyway, yeah. he's standing up on a, all four legs. Poor the guy. Three, yeah, kind of poor sad. guy. So yeah, I found
0: this <laughs> other article, and it was, this was on inourishgently.com. dot com. That's iNourishGently. Is that a breastfeeding website? I don't. I, you know, I didn't even think of, I didn't even dive into the, I was just like, okay, I'll write that down.
1: No, I, you, 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 you gave it
0: credit. So let's go for it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there was accounts of, uh, baboons showing signs of grief and depression after losing a baby following the death of an infant baboon. Mothers show physiological and behavioral responses that mirror those of bereft women. Um, Jesus, what's this word? Glucocorticoid hormones associated with the grief in humans rise and take a month to subside again and the bereaved mother monkey seeks therapy by expanding her social network through increased grooming interactions with other baboons um back to elephants like you were talking about earlier elephants show signs of grieving by burying their dead in sticks and leaves and holding a vigil over the body for an extended period of time. And even after that vigil has ended, elephants will revisit the bones of their dead relatives for years and years yeah, and years. Yeah,
1: I think that was in that documentary I was watching. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, Elephant Graveyard. Um, I'm not talking about the Lion King version. Right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, that's very interesting. You know what's? Um,
0: I didn't write anything about this in my notes, but... I don't know why I didn't, because as it occurs to me now, uh, an animal that they are discovering actually is freaking insanely intelligent and probably super emotional or capable of emotions, a squid. Really? Yeah. They had a whole deal where they they sealed a squid in a jar. Oh, yeah. And it learned to unscrew the lid and <laughs> let itself I've out. I've seen that. YouTube and there was video. all these other things where they're really discovering
1: insane capabilities So speaking of the chimpanzees, I think it was a chimpanzee. Um, I watched this show called Vsauce on YouTube, and there's one where they're talking about animal intelligence, and they're talking about um, how there's a new kind of hypothesis that, you know, our brain versus a chimp's brain, like when it comes to certain things that we would think we would definitely be superior at, we're not. And one thing is this test where they have, like, they have this screen and it has numbers one through 10 and the numbers pop up and it's like in random places, but, and then what, what it'll do is it'll disappear and it'll put a box where every number was. And you have to tap on each box. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10. And like, it, it'll gives you like, it gives you like two seconds to study it. Yeah. And then it goes, well, there's like every chimp they have that they've trained at this kicks our butts big time big time i mean they showed the screen it popped up there for like a second it's like it was off and the monkey's like one two three four five six seven eight nine ten and and the the guy that's actually he's a some in some science field i forgot the host he tried it and they gave him like three seconds and his accuracy and speed was like terrible compared to it (laughs) and their hypothesis now is that our ability to 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 speak, and you know, have conversation, has taken away from some of that ability we had oh. for like quick recognition like that.
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, it's it's insane. I'll I'll send you the link sometime. But but I mean, just the way I don't know. I thought whenever first started watching it, it'd be maybe close. I was like, oh, I bet it would be kind of neat, and kind of like. But there there was no competition. <laughs> They just it kicked was our totally, ass. Yeah, it's totally, <laughs> and, and not just physically in that mental test. Well, you so. know what?
0: Did you ever work for like a temp agency or anything before? You know, like I went for- one
1: time. I almost did, but I didn't, ended up not having to. Okay, did you? But I know the process kind of. Did you do the
0: initial? What I'm getting at is because I remember at the time, I felt like I'm a test monkey because when they evaluate <laughs> you. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah.
1: They do all these, I guess it's to figure out your cognitive and I've taken and... some of those for some work for for my for a job one time.
0: Really. And I I had I think. to I had to do it for the temp agency. But yeah, it's where you just see how fast you can like place little squares in oh, the little boxes that. or yeah, it's it's literally like tools they
1: bring out to you. Here is your escape, and you've got all these boxes. How can you get from there to there? You, you, and weird. you have to stack them up and climb it? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in five minutes, the bananas are hanging a up there. Panther will be released in the room. <laughs> but I just remember thinking, and I get what they're doing. I get what they're, they're testing, I guess, because it was all for mindless factory work. Well, they don't know
1: you from Adam. You right. Know?
0: So I get that. Right. Yeah. But
1: I just remember it, it felt a little demeaning at the, when I was doing Man, it. Man, that sounds so dystopian. What you're it just really does, about. doesn't it? I don't know why. Just I just had a weird vibe.
0: About no, it, it does. Just to evaluate. You know, well, he has proper hand-eye coordination. What if it's, it's like?
1: What if it's like? Okay, you've passed. Come this way, and you go to the <laughs> door, and it's like an execution chamber. Oh like, man, that's how they're getting rid of like the people that can't.
0: Uh, the undesirables.
1: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, um, of the Giver or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. I don't know. I was just thinking about that.
0: Yeah, I just <laughs> felt super weird at the time doing that. Yeah,
1: um, I did take a I did take a um, uh, personality test one time at work. So I had this job, and then I left, and a few years later, I decided I wanted to go back to that job like part time. So I had to take this like personality skills index or something. So I'd ask you all these questions and you could tell it's asking you the same question over and over again. In different forms. Yeah. In different yeah. forms. So there was one question. I remember it. It said, if you thought they deserve it, how often would you punch someone? <laughs> and it was like, "Is like strongly disagree or whatever. And I put somewhere in the middle of the road, but and then they, The guy came back, he said, well, they said not to hire you, but I'm going to anyway because I can supersede that because the boss knew me or whatever. Said, But it said in your PSI report that you have a likelihood of punching someone or something (laughs) like that. And I was like, well, they're the ones that said they deserve it. I rarely think anyone ever deserves it. Yeah. But they said they deserve it. Yeah, they said. Because I remember really thinking about that question. I was like, well, they're deserving it. Right. I mean, they're going to be, they had to do something. Yeah. Because you already took
0: away that they deserve it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You deem that. I'm just the puncher. <laughs> so I'm just so, administering justice. But I guess that's a good question because the boss could, is the grocery store. So the boss could be like, hey, we need somebody punched. punch on aisle four. And I guess I'd just go do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you say so. Yeah. He said it and he punched. <laughs> I'm here to punch you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting checks mixed, you know. I know. That's so
0: weird, <laughs> you know, because that's funny. Because I have a soft heart for animals. This is going to sound terrible. No, go ahead. I have a soft heart for animals. You didn't punch a dog, did you? No. Oh, okay. Never. No. Oh. I have a soft heart for animals, but there, there's a few people on this earth that I could probably oh. watch get ran over by a steamroller and feel not a damn thing. And that's the truth. That's like the honest truth. Isn't that is that terrible? So. Or not?
1: I've seen people, I've met people, and and I know their family, and I know, of course, you never really know anyone 100%, but you kind of know where they came from, and they had like three or four brothers or sisters, and they're all good, but this person just doesn't. It's just a very undesirable character. Yeah. It's like, so what's your excuse? You know, you see a dog that's biting people and stuff. You can kind of usually figure out why. Yeah. You know, but some people have no excuse. Why are you that way? Yeah, that goes back to our nature versus nurture. Yeah, at some point you get to be an adult and I mean everyone's seen a few episodes of Andy Griffith and, you know, like uh you know, everyone's had good examples in their life to where they don't have to just you know, <laughs> everyone's it, watched He-Man and gotten that moral lesson at the end of the episode. That's right. That's right. I'm just saying like I just don't see a lot of adults that can say, well, I just, you know, I did that because my life has been so bad. It's like your life has been so bad. So you decided to beat the heck out of that, you know, or whatever. Right. See. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, at least animals, at least dogs have an excuse because they have this, you know, aggression that, you know, because they're still animals. They don't rationalize. I mean, and you probably... and. Right after I say that, I was like, well, I I found some research. Not really as far as. Animals rationalize. Make me look like a fool. But but what I mean is, like, I don't know. You're right. You know, I have a very soft heart for just any animal to to begin with or or creature of the earth. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, Martians, I can't stand them. No. (laughs) No, but keep going. Oh, well, I, I found an article
0: on LiveScience.com, and this is about emotional responses and rats. <laughs> Those seemingly filthy creatures scampering in the sludge of subway stations and trash cans. Rats have empathy for each other. In a famous 1958 experiment, hungry rats that were only fed if they pulled a lever to shock their littermates refused to do so. Wow. Suggesting that the rodents have a sense of empathy and compassion for their fellow rats. Another study, published in 2006 in the journal Science, found that mice would grimace when their compatriots were in pain, but only if they knew that mouse personally, like if it was in within their social group. If it wasn't, they wouldn't show that much of a reaction. Isn't oh, that crazy? Yeah, they didn't like stranger mice so yeah. much, did they? One, one of the more curious examples of animal emotions I found, though, was from a 1975 study in the journal Science, studying the male, this is bizarre, studying the male bluebird's tendency to be super, super jealous. It's common for female bluebirds to become bored while their male mates are out foraging in uh, for the nest. This results in females stepping out and having a little fling in their partner's absence. Upon discovering this behavior, the male bluebirds have, many, many times over, been observed actually beating and attacking their partners, ripping out their feathers, and even breaking their
1: beaks in jealous rages. Hmm. Domestic, <laughs> domestic birdhouses. It's, it's sad. I, I feel bad
0: for the eggs. I mean, I'm laughing. It's horrible. It's bizarre. <coughs> it is horrible. It's bizarre.
1: I haven't. I just that when I found that little tidbit, that just blew my mind. That makes me want to be like a like a bird watcher that watches for that and like breaks it up. Yeah, puts, you go puts the blue bird in jail for our little another cage for like twenty four hours. Yeah, sleep it off, buddy. <laughs> Not on my watch. What's yeah. that dude's name that beat up puts, Rihanna? Puts the little oh, that would have been the, good. The the little um, what are the little birds called? Every what little birds called? <laughs> Did we just run out of gas? I don't know. I can't think of the dude's name. You can't think of the bird's name. We just ran out of gas right in the middle of it. Anyway, put them in protective custody. <laughs> you know, find another foster bird family. Oh, my God. Chris Brown. Oh, uh, okay. God yeah, damn yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes later, it's, compl- <coughs> that it's completely lost. It's we'll lost go them. ahead of that again. And- Chris Brown. Yeah, there we go. God, he's so witty. He comes up with that stuff so fast. But let's take... A little downturn here, we're gonna get a little sad just for a moment. Oh no this is actually a thing that has many documented proving points, I guess is what you would call it um animal suicide mm. yeah, and that's what I started this thinking about, and it ended up being this this whole podcast episode, but another curious phenomenon that's strong yeah, they can't even call that number no. The hotline? Yeah. (laughs) That's sad. Hey, did you know Ted Bundy worked for, I think it was a suicide hotline. Really? Oh, yeah. That's where he met uh, uh, the true crime writer. She wrote that book about him called The Stranger Beside Me. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, I can't think of anyone's name tonight. What's wrong with me?
1: Yeah, that's very interesting,
0: though. Oh, God, that makes me so mad. But, yeah, it was either like a, I don't think it was a battered woman hotline or something like that. That would be way too ironic. Did that have to do with him being the way he was? I don't know. You know, it was really weird with, he was a true sociopath. Yeah, uh, that's a psychopath. True. Um, so he probably no doubt helped a lot of people. He probably did, but you know, he didn't do it to help. What's people. his help
1: to kill ratio though.
0: I'm I mean, sure. I wonder how many he helped. Versus oh, he how many killed, killed, killed so many. So I'm sure, yeah. but you know, like as any true sociopath, even if they do something that appears good, it's only a means to an end. It's only a tool. He's only doing this like, Oh, this is what a good person would do, and I want to be viewed in that vein, so I'll do this, and then I yeah. can and then it'll get me this. You know, that's how they think. He wasn't doing it to help. He could have saved more lives than he took, though. He could have. You, know, you, you never know. That'd be super bizarre. Yeah. Um, he could have not taken any lives though. And he'll never away. He'll
1: never get that credit. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm am it's like I'm, you know, campaigning for him. There's whatever. a there's a very He's good case so for bad. Ted Bundy. Maybe he wasn't such a bad guy. Have you ever taken any collar? Callers from suicide hotline calls? no, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> so yeah, this this phenomenon strongly suggests sadness and depression, at least in animals. Um Go ahead. No, I got nothing. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm
1: leaning in on this. This oh. is interesting. <laughs>
0: One case that has baffled many was an instance reported by the Illustrated London News in 1845. The article reported a singular case of suicide involving, and this is, quote, a fine, handsome, and valuable black dog of the Newfoundland species. The dog had for days been acting less lively than usual, but then was seen to throw himself in the water and endeavor to sink by preserving perfect stillness of the legs and feet. The dog was rescued and tied up, but as soon as he was released again, he entered the water a second time and tried to sink himself. This occurred several more times until at last the dog appeared to Tyre and, and this is quote from the article, by dint of keeping his head determinedly underwater for a few minutes, succeeded at last in obtaining his object, for when taken out, this time he was indeed dead. Wow. Now, why the hell would any dog jump in the water and purposefully not move at all and sink. That's bizarre, right?
1: Yeah. I I mean what's the number one cause of suicide? I mean I mean I just wonder I don't know. Right. But I mean I just wonder if 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 there'd be a similar list for animals. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going anywhere with that. I'm just asking. I, I mean I was hoping you'd know. I mean I have no idea. Like lovers quarrel. Would Could that be
0: well the blanket the blanket reason would be depression, but then yeah. like you said, there's a yeah, reasons. Yeah, that's what I'm
1: wondering. You know, it's like you know he goes around the corner and there's some other dog sniffing his girl's
0: dog's behind. Or what whatever. if they what if they found that like, he just kept finding that? It's like I don't care, and he jumped in the water. Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's, no, really though, like, or was he like, was he? born with some sort of bad
1: wiring in his brain that led to nature versus nurture. It's all back to that. We're just doing nature nurture part two right now. With animals this Uh, time. Yeah. So (laughs) hey, you know, animals to me are more attuned to and it's probably just something, you know, it's probably there's nothing scientific. But, you know, you always hear like, oh well, all the animals are running away from the beach and then a tsunami comes in a few hours later. I don't you know I've never verified any of that stuff. I've just seen little clips about it on YouTube yeah. or whatever. Um but I mean is that something where that dog maybe knew he was going to die anyway and just like took his own life or whatever? Yeah, it's so I don't know, it's so bizarre. I don't know. I would imagine some had something to do with gambling debt. That sounded lucky gone. You're this like I'm what? gonna I'm gonna make this dog suicide ha- funny somehow. I don't care no, how. Don't, it. It's it's 1845. It's not too soon or anything. No, no.
0: Had he not committed suicide, he would have lived to 1847. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but anyway, no. I'm it's sad. Joking. Dog suicide is serious. I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny about it. But yeah, but
0: <laughs> it's really not like you. It's not like it's an so epidemic. rare though. It's like
1: know. maybe this own maybe this one dog ever. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I mean, seriously, what other dog? Well, I mean, it, like you just have to think, like you know, I don't know, like now if they wanted to do that, you know, could it be that some dogs that you see dead on the highway, did they just like, that'd be the best way for them to go? Oh my god, even think about that. Oh, now every time I see it, so like, hey, is that natural? That's you know, got. That,
0: was that an accident? I'm gonna ask that about squirrels too, because I've seen squirrels. I'm like that guy.
1: That he I had know, to have like, done that uh, on purpose. Okay, yeah. he's almost here. He's almost here. Okay. They, I got he, yes. <laughs> yeah, I killed one the other day. and messed with me for like a two or three days. What if all this
0: time when we're like, God, squirrels are so stupid. No. What if there's just like this epidemic of depression in
1: squirrels where they're just uh, offing themselves left and right? Well, the one I killed had like a mouthful of <laughs> But I mean, he really did. He, <laughs> he had a mouthful of acorns. Not nuts. Those aren't <laughs> nuts. So he was with his friend? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. So I'm, I'm going to say, like, the one that I killed, it looked like he died happy. Like, yay. You know. Score. Score. <laughs> Score. I'd die happy, too, with a mouthful of nuts. Hey. <laughs> See, I didn't want we'll yeah, to. to go there. We oh, should not
0: go there. Another. F- I'm going to start reading. <laughs> Another famous example of animal suicide is the case of I can't read this while laughing. This is sad as hell. The last one was too, but I'll see what I can do. To let's it. see what we can do. <laughs> this is the case of Kathy the Dolphin. Uh she was the animal who most often <laughs> portrayed sorry. sorry. She most often portrayed Flipper, you know, in the sixties TV show. Oh
1: no, not Flipper.
0: That's her. Flipper
1: offed herself.
0: I'm not joking. Flipper offed herself.
1: Whoa, say that again. Flipper offed herself? <laughs> I didn't even mean for that to happen like that. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, we I... are devolving
0: into... flipper off herself. After the show ended, Kathy was placed in a small tank and largely forgotten. And like many other animals and killer whales in activity, she grew depressed. According to trainer Richard O'Berry in the film The Cove, which I didn't get to watch, but I want to. Oh,
1: yeah, that's another one.
0: That's another one that's supposed to be really good. Yeah, it's sad, but you mean sad? That might have been the one I watched at the beginning of. <clears throat> well, she swam to greet him, according to him, on her, on her last day. Swam to greet him one last time. Then she swam to the bottom of the tank and intentionally drowned herself right in front of him. And, you know, each breath a dolphin takes is a conscious effort. You know, like you and I have probably taken, I don't know, a thousand breaths since we started this podcast, but we haven't thought about it. But, you know, every yeah. every breath for them is a, they have to surface, breathe, and then it's it's very intentional, conscious effort. Yeah. And according to him, she swam to the bottom and just stayed until she bellied up and, you know, she wow. literally killed herself.
1: Man. Yeah. I can't even joke about that. I love that show. Dude, it's, I know, right? Flipper, um, flipper.
0: Most other cases of animal self destruction, though, and this is this makes a lot of sense, are not quite so like intentional. Like cases of dogs who've lost their owner, and then they'll refuse to eat or drink. Yeah, and, and it's like and,
1: grieving. Yes, which they, you know, they probably don't know they're going to die. Right, right, right yeah.
0: I don't think they're intentionally doing it. They're, they're just, just like I don't feel like it. I feel yeah. like eating, and then they do that to
1: the point of, or maybe they are. Anyway, yeah. Um, if that poodle could have, our laboratory could could have uh, killed himself, you know, hey. But yeah, keep going. Yeah. i going to bring that dog back up. Stop bringing it him- up. <laughs> Gambling <Whoa>. dog. <laughs> um, but what we do find in nature, though,
0: as far as this suicidal behavior goes, is far more common for an animal to engage in that activity to protect its group, uh, pack, or family, or whatever you want to call it and this is super cool the the p aphid pea aphid when threatened by a ladybug can literally explode itself to protect its fellow aphids and oftentimes succeeds in killing the ladybug in the process making them mini- like m- nature's little miniature suicide bomber right wow yeah yeah it's like a, it's like a jihad bug it is they should rename it the jihad bug <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe not <laughs>
0: And then we'll think about this. This is something people never think about. Any time a bee stings you, he's dead. Oh, yeah, that's true. And they, they that's suicide for the greater good. You know, the the great what, what did
1: Spock say in Star Trek? Yeah, the needs of the many outweigh the, the needs, needs of the few. Or the one. Or the one. Or the one, yeah. yeah there we are. But that then was, later on, he said that was pretty much bull crap. But I'm going to go with what he said when he was Originally, in Originally, the... because it goes with what we're saying. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it's hive mentality for sure. It is. And I've had hives many times. <laughs> <laughs> this is, We're dad joking the shit out of this I know, podcast. I just, welcome to dad joke of mantis. <laughs> <laughs> in
0: 2009, it took, okay, see what you can do with this one. Oh, in no.
1: 2009, Don't challenge
0: me, a total of 28 cows and bulls leapt to their death off a cliff in the Swiss Alps. Uh, I don't have any reasons for that. They just did. And to yeah. this day, no one knows why. Because they're going to be eaten,
1: you know? I it's don't like, know. I'd rather do this than be a hamburger. Of course, there's no guarantee you're still going to be a hamburger.
0: Yeah, they probably still were hamburger. Yeah,
1: probably still. Yeah. Just move to the front of the line. <laughs> it's like, That's not too far to go down there for a hamburger. It's ground beef. Oh. Ah. Yeah. man. Right. Oh, man. That's, okay. That was, one, that no. <laughs> Can't do that one. No. I'm good that was a good one. <laughs> this is
0: what I have in closing, and all this right. is this is all joking aside. we've laughed a lot and joked a lot, but we're animal lovers. We definitely are and this so so this is in closing. Keep this in mind, no matter what there's no argument at all that our fellow creatures on this planet are not mindless eating and mating machines with no tangible feelings. Anyone who's ever seen their dog frantically tippy-tap his front paws and wag his tail when they arrive home knows without a doubt that their little furry friend is elated to see them. And when your pet has to be scolded for getting into the trash or peeing on the floor, it doesn't take an expert to see how their tucked tail and lowered head is a sign of shame or guilt. Animals, at the very least, experience simple emotions, and that's for sure. But no matter how emotionally intricate you think animals may or may not be, Treat them as if they were equal to your own. Be kind to them. Never mistreat them, because in many cases, their abilities far surpass ours, like their loyalty, their love, and their kindness. I've never came home to find my dogs angry or holding a grudge because I was gone all day. They're just happy I'm home. And that brings me to my last request. Not only should you not mistreat your animals, but make sure you give them the love they deserve. You may only step out in your backyard long enough to fill your dog's bowl and scratch him on the head, but he's been sitting there waiting for you all day, hours and hours. And that five-second scratch is the highlight of his day because he loves you with a love that even most humans are incapable of. So take some extra time, give him some extra petting, and let him know he's loved because a pet may only be part of our world, but we are their worlds completely.
1: Wow. That's that's very good. It's very touching because, you know, it's just, you know, Cat people, just you can pretty much say the episode's over. We'll see you next time (laughs) because I'll talk about dogs for a little bit longer. Um, Because if you go back to the history, about, you know, anywhere from ten to 30,000 years ago is what they figure, um, the domestication of dogs. And so um, basically it probably all started, the best they can figure is by a few wolves figured out that a good place to hang out is around the humans because the humans, human waste scraps.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I see So it's,
1: we're lucky we're, we're so, you know, dirty of a species, (laughs) you know? So then they come closer and closer and then probably we got some wolf pups and then they were probably like around us, but not nowhere near domesticated and I've got to break this myth because I still hear people talking about this and I've never read anything because I actually went looking for this because people talk about it so much. Oh, I knew this guy that raised a wolf pup and man, it's the best. It's just like a dog and it does this, you know, it loves him and, you know, cuddles up to him on the couch and whatever. So one generation can't replace Ten to 30,000 years of domestication and artificial and natural selection. Yeah. So that might be a good wolf dog, you know, but it's not going to do the things that dogs do. And what, because we've like co-evolved. And so one thing that dogs do that, and they've done some really high tech research on this, um, is they will look at you and then slightly to the left. So they they do that, and it's like a scan. It's like a mood scan, and they've done tests where they've actually and I forgot how they formulated it, but basically, they had the human do an emotion, and then the dog would do a reaction based on that emotion. And they're very good, like like better than people are.
0: Does that have anything to do with them cocking their head?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. they, yeah, yeah. They showed that in the video. <clears throat> That's crazy. Kind of like yeah, they're like. They're waiting for you. That makes so much sense. Yeah. And, you know, a, a well-trained dog, you know, they they won't do anything. I mean, they'll sit there with their treat on their nose or whatever, you know. Oh, yeah. You know. And
0: um, like a dog, like our dog Diesel, our Palmer, Pomeranian, sorry. Yeah. Um,
1: You know, Jess and I have had
0: him for his whole life. So almost 11 years. hmm And so that's every day, every night. Every morning, like, he sleeps with us in bed. This dog has been with us more than most people. hmm And talk about being in tune. Like, you know, Je- Jess can just look at him. Like, if she's walking into the living room and, and he's laying in her spot or whatever... She can just look at him and he'll move to the other side yeah. of the couch. Yeah, it's 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 uncanny. We're that like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I keep hitting this mic. No, you're, you're good. I That's apologize, a, people. I don't, I don't know if it scares the hell out of people. So but yeah, we're that in tuned with, with an animal that you've been around for a decade.
1: Yeah, and it's it's crazy just what they picked up from us. And there are some in the scientific community that are very survival. Be, it is you know hinged upon if we got that wolf companionship that turned into dogs, like they they think there was a time to where if we wouldn't have had that, we might've died out just like all the other variations of us.
0: Yeah. And this goes like you were talking about, uh, maybe they were drawn to us because there were scraps around. That's right. And then all of a sudden they see us as a food source. So maybe let's say one night there's the campfire. There's a couple of wolves there. They're eating the scraps, a saber tooth tiger or a mountain lion comes up. Then they protect the people. That's right.
1: That's when the people are like, "Oh, hold on a minute." Or if if nothing else, then the alert factor. Right. You oh know, yeah. You're talking about the watch to let dog. them know they're coming. Yeah. yeah. So Man, uh, yeah. And just you know, just I don't know. So many so many advantages and companionships. You know, that's nothing to sneeze at. So no. just the science behind this connection that humans have to dogs. There's not any other creature that that is anywhere close in regards to that, to that connection. We There's can a have. reason
0: why they take dogs into like sick wards That's right. and nursing homes. Mm-hmm. Isn't, I don't want to quote anything specific, but I know I read something somewhere about they literally can hook you up to a blood pressure monitor and heart rate
1: and uh, petting a dog. I would imagine. Yeah. will literally calm you. You know, we made fun of the emotional support dog, but There's a lot of that going on with, um, kids that are, you know, from some bad situations to where they get them an emotional support dog and that really helps them through. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing the connection we have now. Cat people have their cats and and that's cool and you can love them. I'm not saying you can't, but just that connection, man's best friend. And that's the way it is. Um, maybe in another 30,000 years cats will actually come to you when you call them. <laughs> but uh, you know, hey, I'm skeptical still. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've got
0: we've got 3 and uh there's one. I mean, well, they have their moments. Now when yeah. they when they do decide to curl up on you and kind of yeah, love that, on you, it's yeah. like yeah, it's oh, like yeah. amazing. Yeah, I'm definitely not but a cat it's very hater. Rare. I
1: I just I just uh I don't want anyone to be mistaken about you know, the bonds. Right. You know. Um, there, there was actually a test they did in that same documentary I was watching where they held a treat up and they showed a chimpanzee and a dog, you know, in separate sessions, they had like three bowls and they said, Hey, I'm putting this treat under this bowl. All you have to do is be right and you'll get it. So come over here and get it. So the chim, no matter what they did, the chimpanzees did terrible on the test. Hey, look, I got a treat. Like, they don't look for us. They don't look to us for anything. Right, right. And they're supposed to be way more intelligent than the the dogs. But, like, even little dogs and big dogs, whatever, they'd hold the treat and say, look. Their owner would say, the treat's going here. And the dogs were overwhelmingly, you know, because they were watching the owner. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. And they even did another one where they had the dog out of the room, and the person had their hands behind their back, and they just looked at the bowl. That's all they did. Looked at it. And the dog went up, got the right one. Really? Yeah. Chimpanzees, they just went for whatever. And it's it's just, like
0: you said, there's, for 30,000
1: years, yeah. we've been evolving right beside these yeah. animals. Yeah. And, you know, artificial selection, you you think about the the size, the shape, you know, all the differences. I mean, um, in just a few generations, you can see changes, you know, from one litter to the next mm-hmm. and the next to the next. So just imagine, multiply that by, you know... Millions. So then you have yeah. the variety that we have. Uh, some of it's a little weird that we've done some things we've done to some of these dogs.
0: Oh, I feel bad for a few of them. Um,
1: you know they have problems because of of us. Um, but yeah. anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's you know, it's all really interesting things. And if any teacher that taught some kind of entry level evolutionary biology, evolutionary biology, could really lean on the natural and artificial selection of the dog to help spearhead that because anyone that's going to doubt that you could say, well, look what's happened in 30,000 years, you know, wolf to this little bitty dog that fits in your hand (laughs) that some stupid celebrity carries around. So, yeah, you know, and you're really going to say, well, how did this come from that? It's like, we're talking about a twinkle of an eye compared to the age of the earth. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I think that's a very good springboard to let people understand the bigger piece of evolution. Yeah. That's true.
0: Anyway. Well, and I always, my favorite thing to point to is the cane toad in Australia. Mm-hmm. Anyone who doesn't know, there's a documentary, a really good documentary, but probably on Netflix. There you go. Sure. I'll plug them again. But really quickly, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I want to say, it was East Australia? Let's, we'll just pick a, a portion and say East. That sounds great. There were, there was some sort of, so they grew sugar cane. Okay. There was some sort of weevil or some insect. And forgive me if I'm butchering all the details to this, but it's, this is basically it. Yeah. You guys can check it out. If- so to combat that way back when, and I want to say, God, I can't remember any of the specifics, but it was years <laughs> and years ago. Okay. They brought in the cane toad to eat this particular critter. So the cane toad did its job, did perfect, ate it all. The, you know, sugar cane crops were amazing, but the cane the cane toad has no natural predators there. Oh, wow. So all of a sudden, the cane toad population explodes and starts swelling from the east side of Australia across the country, right? <laughs> um, but what's funny is some of the cane toads, just like humans, some humans are just faster, can run faster. Some... They're just born that way. They happen to have whatever, more, long, longer, more, more muscular legs. So what's funny is the faster cane toads that were migrating across the country, there's no other cane toads around to mate with except for another faster cane toad. So right now, after like, I want to say it's like 50 or 60 years of this. If you go back to the original cane toads, And then if you go completely close to the west side of the country, you know, where they, at the very tip of their migratory spear or whatever you want to Mm -hmm. call it, they look visually completely totally different. Because the faster cane toads are out in front mating, and they're faster, maybe their legs were slightly longer or whatever, and then their offspring share that as well. And they're getting even more out in front, and there's no short, fat, out-of-shape cane toads to
1: mate with because they're all way back here. Yeah.
0: So that what what is that? That's, well, that's happening right. That's in front of natural of your
1: face. selection. That's um, you know, the ones that have a slight advantage there we are. Survive and they pass that trade on to their and within just a few decades yeah. you can take this king toad and whoa, he looks way different than this guy. And I'm not Darwin, you know, I'm not an expert on Darwin, but um, I would hypothesize that eventually they would become Separate species, they, just yeah. like the finches on uh, Galapagos. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, if so, they have no time. Yeah, eventually, because if they're isolated, you know, eventually they won't, wouldn't be able to reproduce. Yeah. Uh, well, sometimes they can. Sometimes different species can reproduce, but a lot of times it's highly unlikely. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's that's a great example. I love just, that one. Of just fifty years, you know what could happen in six thousand. Okay, that's all we have time for today. So, Joe, it's been good. Yeah, it has been good. And let's do something we've never done
0: before. Okay. Uh which one, which one do you want to do next week? We've oh. got because yeah. we'll go ahead and plug the two future episodes. No, let's do
1: that. Let's do that. Because we don't know for sure which one.
0: Okay, so the two the two we have coming up. Okay. We haven't done a true crime one in a little while, right? Yeah. Well, a couple.
1: Right. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's okay. True. No, I still want to do one though. I um, love true crime.
0: What's coming up in the coming weeks, at least the next one or two weeks, yeah. uh, the disappearance of Connie Converse. Mm-hmm. And she was a folk musician who disappeared in 74. Mm-hmm. And then we're also going to tackle the incredibly intricate and bizarre Chinese social credit system that they're mm-hmm. trying to have implemented by the year 2020. Yeah. So that's what's coming up. So Very interesting. Yep. Yeah, hopefully you enjoy those. Hopefully
1: you enjoyed what we just spoke about. That's right. We appreciate that's you right.
0: guys for listening, all eight of you.
1: That's right. It's <laughs> probably 10 by now. Yeah. Hey, it's good to have you here, and we'll see you next time.
0: Don't Mantis. Don't Mantis. Things mysterious. Things fantastic. 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 I don't know. I have no, rhyme, no reason, no doubt. Mantis. Talk about the things things we want to talk about. We got no rhyme, no reason, no doubt. We talk about the things we want to talk about. Got no rhyme, no reason, no doubt. Talk about the things we want to talk about. We got no rhyme, no reason, no doubt.